This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Thanks for joining me today. While you're here, please make sure to like and subscribe, hit the red button. If you're listening to this on podcast, please make sure to leave a review as this allows my content to get in front of more people. And thank you for that. My name is Judy Cho, and I'm board certified in holistic nutrition. I have a private practice where we focus on root cause healing, and oftentimes that starts with the carnivore cures meat only elimination diet. I got several requests for my KetoCon talk. And while I got short clips, I don't have a full view of my KetoCon talk. So I'm going to just recreate the whole talk on this episode. Now, I know some people expected my talk to be super sciencey, but I really wanted to motivate people to change. I think that's such an important discussion when we go to these conferences and we talk about the importance of certain diets and why it affects us in a sciencey biochemical way. But at the end of it, at the heart of it, We need the motivation, the desire, and the importance of why it is so important to change. And so I chose to go more of my Carnivore 75 Hard motivational route as to what type of talk I shared. And so my talk was based on how to find the most perfect diet for you. It's so important to have this type of information because at the end of the day, you can have all the science, all the knowledge, all the wisdom of what makes a diet perfect. But if you cannot make it stick, Then it doesn't really matter. So let's get right into the talk. So, we live in one of the most fortunate countries in the world. Yet, for some reason, we are the most medicated country in the world. Why do we have 13 million Americans regularly feeling depressed? Why do we have six out of 10 Americans struggling with chronic disease? I believe it starts with the diet, I believe it starts with the way we fuel our body. What do we expect from a body fueled by Pop Tarts and cereal for breakfast? You put in crap, you get crap. It's kind of that simple. You'll only be as healthy as the food you build your body with. Now, the problem is that most people, we know that eating clean is ideal. But the problem is, how do we stick to eating clean? 
Mary, a 79-year-old woman struggling with eczema, allergies, and hypertension, decided to try meat-only carnivore so she could get back to healing. Mary tried to eat well even before carnivore. She was eating exclusively organic foods and eating the organic rainbow. But Mary wasn't getting better. And so Mary decided to try meat-only carnivore. Mary first started with beef, salt, and water. And in three months, her hypertension and eczema were gone. 60 years of eczema was gone. And she got off all her medications. After three months, Mary decided to add back what I like to call the rainbow of meat. Now, it seems like carnivore is a magic pill, but for some things, it wasn't working perfectly. For example, Mary removed all the supplements she had first started with meat-only carnivore, but she had to add back most of them. She attributes starting carnivore in her mid-70s as part of the reason. Mary struggled with COVID, but with her supplements and a medication, a medication that the FDA calls a horse dewormer, she's now on the mend. Without meat-only carnivore, Mary believes that she would have either died from a hip replacement or from getting COVID twice. But because of meat-only carnivore, she's now thriving and about to celebrate her 80th birthday. I asked Mary why she stayed carnivore, even though it wasn't working perfectly. And her answer was pretty simple. There was no other diet to go back to. And so that's the thing. Whether you're keto or carnivore or trying some type of elimination diet or fad diet, If it's not fully working or sticking, you may just need to change up the diet so that it makes sense for you. And in this talk, I'm going to teach you three simple tips. The thing is, most of my carnivore clients try carnivore because they're desperate for healing. Most people find carnivore because they're sick and tired of being sick and tired. Standard care is frankly sick care pushing a lot of pharmaceuticals. While they may work for a short amount of time, They always come with the laundry list of side effects. And so the answer to all those side effects, it's right here. It's to take more medications. As you can see, it's a perfect business model. So instead of trusting sick care, why don't we try to work on our diet and try to heal with the foods that are right for you? So I'm going to teach you three simple tips to help you find your personalized diet. Ready? Let's go. Okay. So number one. You have to know yourself in order to find your personalized diet. Gretchen Rubin first talked about abstainers versus moderators in her book, Better Than Before. Rubin says that when it comes to indulgences, people fall into two buckets, abstainers or moderators. Abstainers do best with abstaining. They do best with all or nothing. Abstainers find it easier to give up something entirely than to have it in moderation. For abstainers, giving any allotment of carbs starts the mental battles of decision-making to start. Moderators need variety. Complete abstinence makes them miserable. The thought of never having or doing something again terrifies them. Moderators need variety, and they often can portion control. The thing is, we all have a finite amount of self-decision-making power in a day. It's why our bodies like to run on autopilot. It saves the energy for the more difficult decisions to be made throughout the day. It's also why at night we end up starting to struggle with our diet. By night, our minds are exhausted from all the willpower and decision-making done throughout the day. It's why we end up sabotaging often at night. So we need to find the right diet for us that makes us struggle less at night. How do you know if you're an abstainer or moderator? And here are some examples. If this Reese's 
mini peanut butter cup ends up becoming this, you're probably an abstainer. And then if this chocolate ends up becoming this old and moldy, you're probably a moderator. Here's a secret. If you're an abstainer and you abstain 100% of the time, things become easier. You take the decision-making and willpower out of eating. There's no more of this, should I eat this carb or that carb? 99% abstinence is difficult, but 100% is easy. Your personalized diet has to fit your needs. If you're a true moderator and then you're trying to eat beef only for months and months and months, good luck with that. And then if you're an abstainer and you're trying to add back fruits and honey, well, good luck with that. You have to know yourself in order to find the right personalized diet for you. Brian is a 45-year-old male in the military. In Afghanistan, Brian's health declined with high stress, poor sleep, and because of the standard American diet. Brian was also taking antibiotics for severe gut issues. As Brian started healing with the Carnivore Cures meat-only elimination diet and some targeted gut supplements, Brian wanted to build mass. You see, Brian is 6'3 and eating 185 grams of protein with 260 grams of fat. It's about 75% fat in terms of total calories. Brian was losing weight. At 3,100 calories, Brian was losing weight. If we increase Brian's protein, he couldn't sleep well through the night. So we needed to increase fat without adding too much dairy fat. Otherwise, it would cause him some gut issues. And since we just needed to increase Brian's calories and he's a moderator, we had a lot of wiggle room. Brian tried fruits. He tried honey. They ended up impacting his skin and stools. Brian tried eggs. Eggs increased his testosterone, but too much would give him stomach aches and bloat. Brian now uses keto bricks and homemade fat bombs to increase his calories, but to make sure that he's not having other symptoms. He's now healing. He's sleeping better through the night. He's still testing himself with eggs and he's starting to gain mass and his gut is healing. In order to find your perfect diet, you have to know yourself. If Brian was an abstainer, his reintroductions would have looked a lot different. All right, let's move on to tip two, be consistent. Your diet has to allow you to be consistent. If your diet allows you to stay consistent, like how this lady looks right here, but after three days, you keep falling off and no matter how much you perfect your environment, you build a good community around you and you even pre-plan your meals. If nothing is allowing you to stick to your diet and stay consistent, the truth is that your diet may not be right for you. I interviewed Vaughn Kohler, who was a co-host of the MFCEO business podcast, the number one business podcast with Andy Frisella. Frisella started a business and ended up almost going bankrupt multiple times, but now he's worth over a hundred million dollars. Do you know how he did it? How he became that successful? One thing that Andy and Vaughn realized when they interviewed so many people was that they all had one thing in common, these successful entrepreneurs. That one secret sauce was consistency. Frisella talks a lot about doing things even when you don't want to. Every single day, doing the same thing over and over, even on the days that you don't want to, even on the days that are hard. If your goal is to lose 50 pounds, what do you have to do every day or not do every day? If your goal is to lose 50 pounds, what do you have to eat every day or not eat every day? What do you have to do every day to get to that success goal of losing 50 pounds? That is your daily checklist. Don't focus on the long-term goal. Trying to lose 50 pounds on day one is super daunting. But if you consider just your daily wins so that you can get to the 50-pound goal, 
that is a lot more doable. Be consistent and focus on your daily wins. Make a checklist that you'll check off every single day and don't focus on the long-term goal. Because pro tip, winning daily allows you to stay consistent. The truth is that success is really just the sum of efforts repeated day in and day out. So if you want to be successful, do the same thing day in and day out. I don't think I've met a client more consistent than Corey. Corey struggled with hypothyroidism, adrenal imbalances, and blood sugar dysregulation. Corey was a calorie counter so she could maintain her weight. While Corey didn't eat a lot of processed foods, her plant-based heavy diet with little meat was not getting her to optimal health. So Corey tried carnivore. In the beginning, Corey only ate pasture-raised and grass-finished meats. But the problem was that Corey ended up gaining 25 pounds on carnivore, started having debilitating fatigue, and she started losing a lot of hair. Corey started working with me, and with very targeted gut supports and some dietary changes, Corey started healing. I found that Corey was actually very depleted in omega-3s. Get in that fatty fish. And while carnivore wasn't fully healing, carnivore still helped Corey a lot. For one, she started kicking her sugar addiction. And two, Corey was able to get down to some of the lowest doses of thyroid medication. And because of carnivore, Corey is now addressing a deeper root cause issue than diet, no longer counting calories, taking very few supplements, and she's losing some of the weight that she had gained on carnivore. Corey now reintroduces all types of meats. And as she's reintroducing some plant-based foods occasionally, such as green beans and onions, she knows that she will never touch the sugary carby foods because she's been down that slippery slope many a times. Be consistent and stick with it, especially on the days that are hard. The truth is that being consistent isn't just about doing the same things day in and day out. Being consistent helps to change the view of ourselves. We have chatter in our head, and it's often the worst variety. And when we don't stay consistent with the things that we already are committed to, our view of ourselves continues to stay negative. But if we want to change and we want to view ourselves in a more positive light, by staying consistent, we end up changing the view of ourselves. And after a while, we start to realize that we are good enough. We no longer want to be a clean eater. We are a clean eater. We are keto or we're carnivore. We no longer want to just go to the gym. We are active. So being consistent is a promise and a commitment to ourselves. So focus on the day-to-day. 90% of our behavior is habitual. 90%. The average person watches six hours of TV every single day. And with social media, it's even more. If we were to cut just one hour of that daily for a full year, you would get back 15 full days of your life. So what would you do with that time you got back? Remember, 90% of our behavior is habitual. So what do you do with 90% of your time? How do you eat 90% of the time? Hey guys, just to let you know, my Carnivore Cure book is back in stock. For nine months, it was out of print and used prices were up to $300. Make sure to get your copy today that has over 200 colored tables and graphics and over 400 pages of meaty goodness. We have a limited supply, so get your copy today on Amazon.com. And if you can leave a review, I'd be super grateful. Remember, success is the sum of efforts repeated day in and day out. If you want to be successful, do the same thing day in and day out. Let's talk tip three. 
So remember one, in order to find your personalized diet, one, you have to know yourself Two, your diet has to allow you to be consistent. And then three, trust your body's inner wisdom. Imagine you open your fridge ready to eat a raw steak and you pull up the steak and then you notice that it's grayish brown. And then you get this whiff of rotten. You know exactly how your stomach and senses feel with that type of rotten. That is your body's inner wisdom. We have innate wisdom or inner wisdom that tells us don't eat that so you don't get sick. We have to get back to trusting our body's inner wisdom. The truth is that we live in the age of information. It's safe to say that we're going to hear a lot of differing opinions. The thing is that most people aren't the picture perfect influencers we see on the internet. We aren't in the same health as these big influencers. So where does that leave us? Who do we trust? We have to trust our body's inner wisdom. Learn about a diet, listen to some podcasts, read some books, and then then live your life. Too much information is not a good thing. It's why restaurants with lots of menu options are never as good as places like In-N-Out. At In-N-Out, your options are either one patty or two, or for carnivore 16, or with or without cheese. That's really it. When we're overwhelmed by data, we lose the ability to pick out what's important. And with that overwhelm, we end up failing to make good judgments. It adds stress and indecisiveness, and then it frankly debilitates us. When I asked the question to the group, how many people listen to nutritional content, feel super motivated, and then finally, once they start listening, how many of them felt overwhelmed? Most people in the room raise their hand. It's the question that you should always ask yourself if you're very into nutritional content, and that's a good thing. But if it's overwhelming you where you're not even sure if you should be adding carbs or meal timing or what type of meat or what type of fat, if you're at that level and you just feel exhausted, you may need to take a step back from listening to and consuming nutritional content because too much information is not a good thing. Sure, when you start a diet like keto or carnivore, you may have some changes in your bowels. But after a while, maybe months and months into beef only carnivore, if it's not really fully working or helping or helping your symptoms, you may want to change things up. I like to measure health in five simple ways. So this is how I like my clients to trust their body. One is sleep. One is stools. One is mood. One is energy. And one is hormones. And for women, I also like them to track their hot flashes as well as their consistent periods. If all of these are working on your diet and they're improving, your body's telling you that your diet's probably working. And if these aren't improving, even after a meat only diet for months and months, and instead of guessing, work with a qualified professional. Now, some say we need carbs. Let's talk about carbs for a second. Here's what you need to know. Every single person can live without carbs. Every single person. Now carbs for variety, for pleasure. Sure. Maybe but every single person can live without carbs. Now, some people say they feel better with carbs, but does that mean that you should be eating carbs? The case for carbs goes back to tip one and tip two. So tip one, know yourself. If you know that you can moderate some amount of carbs, then maybe having some carbs is okay for you. And tip two, consistency. If some amount of carbs allows you to stay consistent with your diet, then maybe carbs is okay for you. But if an apple like this ends up becoming this or this, you may want to abstain. 
Everyone's needs are different. Find what makes sense for you, but be honest with yourself. If you're using carbs as a bandaid for low energy, figure out why you even have the low energy. Because remember, you can live without carbs. Track your blood work and track the five measures of health, sleep, stool, energy, hormones, and mood. And once you're healing and ready to reintroduce foods, find the right foods for you. There is no safe food list for every single person. Every single plant-based food has some type of plant toxin that includes lectins and phytates and oxalates. And the thing is, these all affect people in varying degrees. So find the right foods to reintroduce that makes sense for you. And this is when I introduce Nutriment. I'd like to introduce you to Nutriment. Nutriment is the most comprehensive elimination and reintroduction tool. Nutriment is evidence-based research that allows you to select from various different elimination diets, as well as food sensitivities, such as all the anti-nutrients, as well as glycemic index, purines, and fructose. There's no more guesswork. There's no more magic internet list. Nutriment allows you to eliminate and reintroduce foods in the way that makes sense for you. Let's touch upon perfection. We see perfection all over the internet. Perfection sells, perfection gets likes and clicks. Let me let you in on a secret. Perfection doesn't exist. It's really what you eat 90% of the days that matter. If you're trying to hit a perfected diet and then you stumble every few days, stop striving for unrealistic perfection. Because pro tip, eating beef only is not going to guarantee a six pack. Instead, stick to a real foods meat-focused diet and do it for 90 days. Forget the science and even forget the internet. Ultimately, your diet should be your own personalized diet. A diet that addresses your needs, allows you to stay consistent, and allows you to thrive in your body. Find the diet that you can do until the age of 100. And if lean protein days and extended fasts make your diet difficult, find a different way. Can you do what you're doing until the age of 100? Find the diet that you can do until the age of 100. Because here's a hard, real talk. 110 million Americans are obese. That means that 43% of America is obese. The thing is, one in five Americans will die of complications from obesity. One in five. If we know that one in five will die from obesity, do you want to risk being that one? If you leave with anything from this talk, it's this. Find the right diet for you because your life depends on it. A 35-year-old plant-based woman struggled with an eating disorder and crippling depression. Eventually, the need to be thin and have it all landed her in the mental hospital. The deep-seated fear of failing as a first-time mom came true. She had to stop nursing her son because she got on heavy antipsychotic medication. She had to separate from her son at six months old so that she can go to an intensive eating disorder treatment facility. The doctors told her that taking antidepressants would help make her feel better. So she did. She took the meds. She was desperate to get her son back and to heal from this very dark, self-isolating illness. The problem was that the meds didn't work. Luckily, she found the ketogenic diet. The problem with keto was that the small allotment of carbs made her struggle. On good days, keto treats ended with keto treats. But on bad days, keto treats ended up becoming fun-sized chocolates to full-on binges, only to end with shame, guilt, and self-hatred. Out of desperation, she finally gave up her plant-based diet to try the crazy meat-only carnivore diet. What was to be a two-week trial ended up saving her life. It ended up saving my life. 
That 35-year-old was me five years ago. I was told I was broken and that meds would fix me. I was told that I would have to become a moderator in order to heal from my eating disorder. And I tried, I really, really tried. But it wasn't until I tried meat-only carnivore that I started healing. Meat-only and my faith has healed me. And I realized that I wasn't broken. It was my low-fat plant-based diet that was broken. You see, since being meat-only carnivore, I've never had a day of depression. Sure, there are days that I have low mood or what my husband calls MMM, mean mad mom. But I don't have the I can't get out of bed depression anymore. And when I realized that my diet was the primary reason I was sick, I got mad, real mad. All of those years of trying to be plant-based was wrong, wrong for me. And the thing is, it's wrong for most. And when I healed, I promised to serve by sharing what I learned so that no one has to go through what I did. You see, hope has two sides. One, anger to be mad at the way things are. And then two, courage to bring about change. Again, one, anger to be mad at the way things are. And then two, courage to bring about change. So get angry and stop accepting your life as it is. And have courage to start living your life as you were meant to. Start by finding the right diet for you. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and the Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all.